Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, this is Penny. Thanks for being a part of the Flourish Podcast today. I am actually on the next to last chapter of my book entitled Love, Leadership, and Influence. And the title of this chapter is The Power of Friendship. My mom, who basically was a person who was like the salt of the earth, she died two years ago and went to be with her Lord. She was ready to go, so excited. But she used to always say to me, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other is gold. I think it's a little thing that she learned in school, but she used to remind me of that. And Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, a friend loves at all times. I'm sure most of us have had a friend or friends in our lives that have brought so much joy to us and just been there for us through thick and thin. In my book, I write about one of those dear friends whose name is Pam. And basically, we've been friends since right after I became a Christian at age 17 up until now. She's been with me for many, many holidays through even for the birth of one of my children. She was with me when my mom died. She's in the room there just just praying and being quiet, but just being there present. And I've had so many wonderful friends that I cannot even begin to tell you how much they've enriched my life. I just feel so very, very blessed. And one thing that I've always found kind of unsettling is that I've heard people say that if you're a pastor's wife, and I have been for 44 years, that you really shouldn't be friends with the people in your church. And I think I realize what the reasoning is that in that and what they were actually trying to say. But I think that needs clarification. Um, the people in my church have always been some of my very, very best friends, whether I was the pastor's wife or not. And I think about the fact that Jesus called us his friends. And if he did that, why would there be a delineation between us and the people in our church? And obviously, I understand that there is discretion and discernment in the types of things that we share. And divulge to people around us, no matter who they are. And we have to pick the right people to share the right things with. But I still consider them some of my very dearest friends. And some of them I have shared things about my own personal self that I needed help with. James 2.2 says, Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. And that tells me a couple things. One, when we believe the Lord about our lives and our circumstances, He views that as righteousness. When we put all of our hope in Him, all of our confidence in Him, He is pleased by that, and He calls that righteous. But second, He called Abraham His friend. That's pretty cool. There's also the section in the Bible where it talks about Moses, and it talks about when he would go out to the tent of meeting to meet with God Himself. And Exodus thirty three eleven says, Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just 
as a man speaks to his friend. Boy, I love that too. I want that in my life. And then just one more reference. There are others, but in John 15, 15, Jesus said, No longer do I call you slaves, for the slave does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends for all the things that I've heard from my father I've made known to you. Wow, how awesome. So Jesus considers us friends, and he treats us like friends. And the way I look at it is friendship is a posture of the heart. It's not necessarily based on how much time we spend with someone, or if they know all our secrets or not, or if we let them in on everything that happens in our life. It doesn't mean that we have to go to lunch or shopping every week to maintain that friendship, but rather it's from sharing our hearts and our lives in a way that embraces them and allows them in, even sometimes allows them access to our our frailties, our failures, obviously using discretion. But it's an open-heartedness. It's a I have room for you kind of mindset. And that's how God is. That's how Jesus is. And obviously our goal in life is to exemplify him and to look like him. So I want to have the heart of a friend. I want to be open in my life and in my posture to be a friend to people. I also shared in my book that Some of my closest friends are my children. And as they grew up, I came to a realization that took me a while to get that I was no longer the authority figure in their life. And I transitioned into the role of a friend. Now that obviously has all kind of ramifications. And I did a whole series on relating to your adult children because I learned a lot of hard lessons during that season in my life. I do remember one of my daughters asking me one time, do you want to be my authority or do you want to be my friend? And I think she was like 19 or 20 at the time. And my answer after I thought about it a minute was, I I really want to be your friend. I, I passed that time. And it has been such a joy to have my kids as some of my very best friends. I actually have the privilege of having some of them live right next door to me. And even the ones that don't, I spend time with, I adore them, and they are very, very dear friends of mine. Now, I realize that some people, as have I, been unfairly hurt and rejected by people that they deemed as their friends, some very close friends. That has definitely happened in my life. There are people that I was very close to that I loved and adored, who through misunderstanding and confusion and and even through personal failures in my life, that friendship was affected very negatively. And, uh, and there was a lot of hurt from that. So I'm sure that we can be unwilling at times to allow people similar access to us, fearing like maybe that same thing could happen again. Maybe they'll betray me. Maybe they'll misunderstand. Maybe they'll walk away. Maybe they'll talk about me negatively and share things that I've shared with them in, in, a, in an unfair and unkind way. And, and that's a possibility. But it's a risk we need to take. Sometimes I feel like we end up tolerating people or managing people or surviving people instead of having them as our friends. I've heard the the saying from people even in ministry. 
I love the people in my church. I just don't like them. That doesn't sit well with me. Um, I wouldn't want to pastor people that I don't like. I don't think I'd be very, very effective if I didn't like the people that were in my church. Yes, I love them through God's love, but I like them also. They're all kind of different people, all kind of different personalities. And some may be a little trickier to relate to or deal with. But nonetheless, it's incumbent upon us to learn how to like people and to to have a heart of friendship with people around us. Romans 12 says, it tells us to love from the center of who we are. Don't fake it. Be good friends who love deeply. True friendship, it's consistent. It's genuine. It's not phony. It's not forced. But it does require some work and some perseverance. Let's face it, every friendship I have, the, the friendship with my kids has required some work and some perseverance. There are times your feelings get hurt. There are times you're offended. There are times things are said that are unfair and you're like, why would you ever say that? Why would you act that way? But we have to learn how to be good at forgiving. We have to be good at pursuing and not giving up and to value our friendships and our relationships in such a way that we're willing to go that extra mile to make sure that they become stronger and cultivated and are not left on some kind of ash heap in our lives. In relationships and friendships, they're not expendable. They're not like, oh, well, done with that one. Let's move on. That one didn't work out. That got trashed. Too much misunderstanding. Too much offense. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to forget about that person. That's not healthy for you or for them. The right thing to do is try to bring healing or restoration when it's at all possible. There's a verse in the Bible that says, I, I strive, I do my best to have a good conscience before God and man. And there's another verse that says, as much as it's possible to me, I'm going to be right with the people in my life. And I think that needs to be our goal. That needs to be our objective, is to maintain strong, healthy relationships, strong friendships, that we work at it, that we don't give up easily, that we learn how to deal with offense when we're offended. We learn how to communicate. We learn how to go to people and talk to them about things in a right way, in a humble way, not an arrogant way, not in an angry way. But we learn how to walk in humility and value the people in our lives, value those friendships. So I want to encourage you to be a good friend, to love people without an agenda, to live like Jesus did in regard to them. And let me say, if I were to rely on my own confidence level or my own skill level or my own personality, I'd probably not put myself out there. I'd probably shrink back. I'd probably be a wimp. But I 100% rely on the favor of God. He's helped me to be fearless and to look for friendships in relationships. He's been such a wonderful friend to me, so faithful that he builds confidence in me. He gives me the courage and the strength to be a good friend, to be loyal and genuine with other people. Friendships enrich our lives so much. Don't shrink back from them. Be courageous, be a good friend who loves deeply, who doesn't fake it, who loves from the center of who you are. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll conclude next week 
with my book chapters and that title will be The Power of Having a Team Around You. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to the Flourish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.